It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no. holes barred. Oh, Victoria, she's always eating on this podcast, isn't she? As soon as we hit record, what did she do? She put a fucking crisp in her mouth. I've put a pop chip in there. Pop chip. They're not noisy. I can't hear it. Really? No. It sounds like the noisiest thing that I've ever heard in my entire life because I've got my headphones on so I can just... I know, but you can hear yourself chewing. I'm literally linked in with a microphone to my own face. Yeah, yeah. yeah to your jaw. To the jaw. Uh, hello, Laura. Hello, Victoria. Have you finished your Pop-Tart, whatever it's called? Fucking <laughs> Pop-Tart? <laughs> not 12. Um, yes, I, I, I'll, I'll just put, I'll put... I'll put them over there for later. I'm going to get a little bit peckish. <laughs> I, I, I have to ask, did you ever like Pop-Tarts? I'm going right in there on the deep, deep I did, and yeah. questions. I didn't. It was back in the day when um, my diet was absolutely horrendous. As um, From the age of like three to the age of 16, I... Only ate processed sugar. That was it. No vegetables past my lips. No, I was a bit like that. I fucking hated veg. Now I love it. Yeah, same. Total. My mum can't even believe it because I was the the fussiest eater ever. I was a proper sweet fiend. Were yeah. You? Well, maybe not sweets like chocolate. I didn't yeah. sweets not as much, but I just I I predominantly ate bread. <laughs> nice. I'd have white bread with peanut butter and Nutella. That was my favourite thing to eat. Oh, yeah. hello. That's kind of, that is all I really ate. And chocolate, chocolate mousse I loved. Chips. Yeah. I didn't like it was chips. bad. I don't know how I, I didn't get scurvy because uh, there was scurvy. a serious because lack Because it wasn't the famine. 1800s. <laughs> but you know, you're like, there was no nutrition in anything that I ate, but somehow I managed to survive. You had good gut health. I had good gut health. No, it was probably terrible. No, no, I didn't because I only did a shit every like three oh, weeks, course. didn't I? You, you popped the log. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it's bad times. Stressed my mum out so much, I did. Yeah, that, I mean, well, that is bad. I, I, I don't know. I was super fussy. I hated vegetables. I mean, fruit back then, we didn't really get fruit that often. It was an apple and I didn't like apples. Do you no, know what I mean? I didn't like apples. It's they not like hard. my kids now. Like, oh, I, I want strawberries. You Fucking ungrateful little bricks! You have no idea, no. <laughs> like forty million bits of fruit they can choose from. I don't like any of that. I prefer passion fruit, mango, and strawberry. I'm sure you fucking do, mate. Eat the apple and shut the fuck up. Yeah, I I was super fussy as a kid, but luckily I grew out of it. I grew out of it. Yeah, so did I. Everyone made such a fuss. Everyone makes such a fuss of it with you. They made such a fucking fuss about it with me. Oh, Laura, you're not going to have any teeth. Laura, you're going to end up fat. Yeah. All it was, it was, I think it actually genuinely gave my parents real serious stress because I just didn't eat a lot of food at all. And I was a like literally a streak of piss in the wind. It was just, yeah, I wasn't like a streak of piss in the wind. So I think they just thought she's going to disappear. Um, I would say it was actually, in retrospect, I probably did have a, a childhood eating disorder. Yeah, probably. Um, because it was, I mean, I've had therapy about it. Okay, it was very psychological what was going on. Won't go into it now, it's too boring. It is. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. But I grew out of it, and um, now I absolutely love food and I live for it. And I'm always thinking about my next meal. Yeah. But tell you what, I do take issue with though. Go on. I don't mind children being fussy eaters because I think there's a part of it that is probably like a survival type thing of, you know, is this going to kill me? <laughs> 
Yeah. From a child's perspective on a pure, yeah, let's just not die by choking on a hazelnut, whatever. Yeah. Um, but when adults are fussy eaters, I find that difficult. I struggle uh, with it. I'm going to probably potentially kick that in the vag and say, what about adults that are like autistic? Because that's... That's, that's fine. I think that's okay. if you're neurodivergent, right. we're ruling you out. I'm just talking okay. about someone that is... <laughs> Yeah. Neurotypical. Typical. Okay. And, and fussy. Is still fussy. Okay. Um, that yeah, I get mad. that. Yeah, I get that. I like, I, I, we were literally just talking about the fact I've gone a bit mental with my gut health. I've gone yeah. a bit mental with fitness in just general because I'm really, it's my new fascination. I'm, I'm going to eat Chris while she's talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but mate, I also fucking annihilated a Kit Kat last night. Oh, I can't even say that I ate a Kit Kat, can I? Breaking all the rules. Why? Next day. Leslie, mate, I know. Oh my God, she's it gone dark. It just dawned on me. I went dark. Oh God. How did that end up in your house? Did you buy it in the supermarket? I'm going to get cancelled, aren't I? <laughs> I'm a Nestle eater. Mate, I eat Nestle. I won't worry about it. Oh Jesus, they taste so good. Yeah, Kit Kats are a strong five. Kit it Kat chunky a, or a traditional it, four it's finger? Got, it's got to be a chunky. Yeah, yeah. As soon as they move the Kit Kat from the foil to the plastic, I'm afraid I was out. Oh, really? I can't have a four finger anymore. No, just the two. <laughs> no, I can't have a twoer. It's got to be a chunky. Got to be. I agree. Have you had the peanut yeah. butter one? No. Oh, it's a delight. That was a special oh. edition. I know they still got it, but oh, it's so nice. I saw the other day advertised twelve mint. Ooh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, just saying I'll throw in the towel at that. I love that. I love oh, that. That's Cadbury, right? So we're in the safe zone there. We're, we're good. We're not being cancelled for that. Uh, but yeah, I what? necked that and then I necked a bag of toffee crumble. Do you well, remember toffee thing, crumble okay. from when you were a kid? You used to get like a pound's worth of it. No. I used to call it rabbit droppings. Do you know what I mean? Like the oh, little... I know what you mean. That's really nice. Yeah. It's like crun- tiny little crunchies. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. So our local news agents, they have all the old school sweets in the jars. Oh, yes, please. It's like cracker came to an addict, mate. Yeah, I love that. Love I'll that. I walk in there and I've got to walk out with some. Yeah, of course. That's standard. And also, you know, I think it's all about balance. Yeah. You can do your gut health madness and eat, I don't know, what you eat in, loads of cabbage and... Just, well, for lunch today, vinegar. for example, I had, uh, I had feta with a gut cold slaw, gut, gut slaw, gut healthy slaw. I don't know what it fucking is. It's cabbage, fucking fresh parsley, cauliflower, all that shit. Complete and, a, and utter. And a beautiful fucking dressing. That's that is bum fuel. That is. It doesn't hit my bum. I have really? to say. Yeah, I know because I thought that the first time I let raw cauliflower pass my lips, I thought, "Oh God, this is going to be bad." <laughs> <laughs> We're in for it. And it was alright. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like I, you no know, farts then. No farts. Oh God, honestly, that I mean, I love it, but it is just, it's not good for me. Same when I eat raw um, Brussels sprouts. But you know, that ho- that's the whole thing with the gut health shit. Like what I don't get is if it's making my gut healthy, why the fuck does it smell like something has died up there? Died in your arsehole, yeah. That to doesn't fair, make sense actually, to me. What did I eat? I ate something the other night and Steve came to bed. He actually had sex with me that night as well. Just goes to show they have no standards. <laughs> <laughs> because the bedroom fucking stank. He was like, Laura, what is wrong with your ass? I was like, I don't know. And he was like, get your pussy out. Maybe, maybe he's down with it. Maybe secretly he's a he's a fart fetish. <laughs> he's into it. Forager. He's into it. Yeah, he's into it. He's down with the smell. Something would suggest he wasn't down with the smell. No. I'd probably never if down I got, with the smell. 
if I walked into a room and it stank a fart, I wouldn't be like, yeah, all right, let's go. No, neither would I. I Men swear someone so farted fickle. in my face today at the gym, by the way. Oh, no. Yeah, got all right with it when you I was did, doing my plank. You didn't flick a hairband. <laughs> no, I them. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to have fucking coped if I'd been in the room when that had happened. I Dude, have so, that out. class is so popular as well. It's so packed. There's like, there's no space. You have got someone, if you put your arm out either either side, you are touching people. Like that's how tight knit it is. There's no I space. I wouldn't like that. I like it because I just really like the class because it's so aggressive. I struggle with my balance quite a lot, though. My dyspraxia hand-eye coordination is fucked in moments like that because I would tell myself, Laura, don't fall into that person. And immediately oh, that's, really... that's exactly what would happen. I mean, look, I, I think since um, I do think that now because I there are some clumsy as fuck people in there that you know, you are like, fucking out. what is your problem? Just That would be me, Calamity yeah. Jane. But now, because my son is obviously dyspraxic, I think, oh, you know what? Maybe they're dyspraxic and it just makes sense. I'm like, you're all right, love. Don't worry about you're it. You're surrounded by by them. Me, oh, yeah. Rod, Rod, Oliver. Yeah, like, everyone. Everyone. Everyone Everyone's in your life. dyspraxic, neurodivergent, clue, <laughs> clue, clan. <laughs> Um, you meant crew I meant crew that's correct it's alright I'll be in the gang just pump in yeah god you're in it now you are certified in it well I was certified with the dyslexia but the rest of it's kind of followed yeah I knew about the dyspraxia anyway because uh, well for the the dawning of time I've always had the piss taken out of me for how I run and throw so you know have you had Um, that then properly um, diagnosed no. no But but it, it would just require another private assessment. Yeah, and quite frankly, you I'm spent enough on your brain. I really have. <laughs> I don't need someone to tell me something I already fucking know about myself. Do you know well, what I mean? Same as Rob. He hasn't been officially diagnosed with dyspraxia, but he's definitely got it too. Yeah, mate. It's not fucking brain science. <laughs> brain science. Rocket, rocket science. It's. Pretty fucking evident that I have it. Oh, that was it. You talking about the gym. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You I, went to the gym, didn't you? I popped my cherry. She's popped her gym cherry, everyone. I popped, I popped the gym cherry. I was very nervous about going. And Steve was like coming back from work. And so in my hyperdrive brain, I got myself into my gym gear. And when he arrived, I was bouncing around the house. And he went, fucking hell, Laura, just go to the gym. <laughs> like, get this out of your system. I was like, I'm so nervous. He was like, yes, I can tell. I said, how the fuck can I get up on stage in front of hundreds of people, chat shit to them for two hours, and yet walking into a gym, I'm shitting myself. But it's because it is intimidating. And I do think it's intimidating because there are more men there normally. Yeah, there was. There were more men. I find that intimidating. There were four women, I think, and the rest were men. But they were proper meatheads. And obviously... I can't just go in there and be like, I'm just going to do my own thing. I was thinking, oh my God, I don't want to look like someone that doesn't know what she's doing. Steve said, Laura, just go on the treadmill and just do the treadmill. And then you've done it and you've broken that like fear. No, I did 10 minutes on the treadmill and I started pressing slow, like cool down. And I was like, fuck, I don't know any of the other equipment. Oh, Jesus. Well, what what went on after that was nothing short of a logistical fucking nightmare, mate. I can't believe you did it because I'm so intimidated by that machinery. I don't really know what I've done. I've not had... I, just I didn't know glasses. what I was doing. I walked up to one <laughs> and I was fucking around with the equipment so much that I then realised I was only using one half of it and I wasn't using the other half. And I was like, oh, I'm going to move over to this one. And then I started using it and I was like, I think I'm sat on it wrong. <laughs> That's it. But I carried on doing it. And then I like glanced down at the image that was next to it. I was like, no, I'm definitely doing it right. 
But because of all the other meatheads and because I was surrounded by all these fucking muscly men and I was like, I've got a show that I'm capable of that. <laughs> I went from one machine to the other, to the other, to the other. And I was messaging Steve throughout. I was like, fucking hell, Steve. He's like, Laura, just stick to the treadmill. I was like, it's too but also, you know what? The treadmill is too safe and it won't it won't burn, um, it won't build muscle, the treadmill. No. So, so you want to build muscle. Yeah, I'm all uh, that's kind of I don't want to look like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I want uh I want to be stronger in my body, and I understand that will help with my mental health as well. Blah blah blah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but he was like, Laura, uh, who is this, by the way? I, I make gut coastal. <laughs> And I want to be really strong in my body. Uh, excuse imagine? me. <laughs> Who is this cunt? Me, four years ago, I used to take the piss out of you for t- doing yoga. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, you're such a wanker going vegetarian. And now I'm like, oh, I'm cutting down on the amount of meat. I'm very conscious <laughs> of like my, you know, my, my take on this. Do you know society. what, Laura? There is space for us all to change. I've changed massively. Just because you were one thing four years ago doesn't mean you have to still be that person now. I think the uh, giving up the meat thing is one of those that seems like such a massive, massive deal at the time Mm. because it's so normal for everyone to eat meat and to get your head around the facts of like, oh, right, I'm never going to eat that again. It's quite a big one to process. But then when you do, like now I do, I as we all know, I will swap a little sausage at yes. a barbecue. That's my, yeah, absolute treat. That, that's Maybe your Achilles twice heel. a year. That's your Achilles heel, isn't it? But it always makes me feel mental afterwards. But I did accidentally eat a piece of chicken the other day. Oh my God. How could you I, accidentally do that? Well, it was, I thought it was um, like a tofu, whatever, like a soya substitute right. thing whatever it was something breaded i'm sure and i ate it and i very quickly realized that i was eating like animal flesh you sick bitch really wigged me out i just spit it out it really well, wigged I, me out i need to make this abundantly clear i'm not a vegetarian and i don't have any intentions of becoming a vegetarian we just naturally cut down on me and i also think because it's not been this big let's cut down on me it's a little bit like going on a diet you're like oh my god i've got to go on a diet and then you can't yeah, diet. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we've just been I've just been like, oh fancy uh something with cauliflower. I'm a cauliflower cunt. I really am. I'm all about the collie. So, <laughs> all about the collie. It's very good for you. Is it? Especially with the gut health, yeah. There you go. Fucking bad. And it helps with hormonal imbalance and all sorts of shit, the old cauliflower. But it, that it, that and sprouts are my rocket fuel. Yeah. They're bum fuel. Bum fuel, big time. <gasps> big time bum fuel. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah so i it's not a conscious uh thing it's just uh laura don't have another breakdown and kill yourself so like that's that's my <laughs> just that little fuel. minor thing you know that's my rocket fuel is don't do that again no uh, so do everything to avoid it so yeah. if anybody wants any advice about uh mental health come just, to you just run away from the fear of a breakdown so much that it forces you to change that, your you, eat, that you start eating raw and raw Russell sprouts and then you'll be all right oh god I I can't I can't I'd love to I wouldn't eat one like a fucking apple no do you know what I mean when I say raw it's shredded it's got to be shredded shredded, yeah Yeah. and then into a salad it sounds good mate it sounds lush but it's just for me it's the consequences and there's always a consequence to your actions there is (laughs) and next Saturday we're what where am I sleeping 
Uh, so I thought me and you, so next Saturday, me and Laura are going on a little outing. Yeah. Um, we are we are finally uh what's what's the word? Indulging our curiosity mm-hmm. yes. of visiting a sex club. And we're going, we're gonna go. Oh my god, I can't believe it. So Laura's so gonna come to excited. London. Um, so I thought that me and you could have uh either our bed and Rob will go in with Oliver and um yeah. Because I don't want to share. I would think it would be weird if I share with Rob. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Maybe even weird if you shared with Oliver. (laughs) Although he'd love it. He'd be like, hello. Oh my God. What's your name? Did I tell you what he asked me when we got to party? I'm sure I told you. Are you my mum? That's what he said. Like, oh my God, Oliver, what the hell are these questions? Anyway. Yeah, but then I've I've said to you, like, when I'm driving in the car in the morning, it, it, it ignites. The, le- the random level of of questioning from yeah. Toby, it's next level. Mum, can we can I eat slugs? No. Why can't I eat them? It's really <laughs> bad for you. Why is it bad for you? Well, it's just, it's like there's something in them. It just, that, it's, you just can't just, eat them, okay? So, will I die? Well, you could die. What would happen if I ate? Oh, no, just shower! And yeah. I'm not kidding you. It's such innocent inquisitiveness. I know, but it's like, even can you turn around and go, shut it, up? Because it's really annoying. Because you're like, oh, yeah, okay. Or like, uh, mummy, would a tsunami happen here? No. Why? Uh, yeah. Because the tectonic um, plates are different around the world. I don't fucking know, uh, Toby. I also wouldn't know up. how to answer that. <laughs> Those types of questions that he asked me, I'm like, um, ask dad. Yeah, let me get back to you on that one. I'm just going to go do some research. Do you know what I do? Because it always makes me feel so stupid when they ask me something I don't know the answer. And I go, that's a fantastic question. You know what? I can't wait to find out the answer to that one. Let's find out together. Inwardly, I'm thinking, I feel like a stupid cunt because I don't know. (laughs) There's so much I don't know. I can't remember anything about going to school. No. I remember anything I learned in school. It's terrible, isn't it? Whenever like whenever the kids say, Oh, I'm not very good at this, I'm not very good at this, I go, Do you want to know what I got in GCSE maths? And they're like, What? I go, F. <laughs> what does that mean? It means very bad. So don't worry, you'll be fine. <laughs> if I've survived life, you can. Oh, it's such a myth, isn't it? We could go into a whole massive one about education. It's just oh, a let's bollocks, not. It? It's a load of bollocks. It's an um, absolute. I tell you fucking... what, I did do a poll on my on my Instagram the other day, oh. and I think this is an interesting one for you too. I'll ask you. Yeah. I kind of think I know the answer for you because your bedtimes aren't quite as chaotic as mine. Yeah. Um, so if you had to choose which was worse about being a parent, is it having to do school run? every day with them obviously not wanting to go to school and just the chaos of trying to get them out on time or is it bedtime bedtime really still bedtime for you yeah mate yeah so it was 60 40 in in the the favor of bedtime being the shittest i honestly feel like even though mornings are so shit and they're so fucking stressful i know that i'm getting rid of them <laughs> i know that's but there's is. a part of me that's like i can do this because they're going to be out of my fucking hair for six hours and it's yeah. stressful and it irritates the shit out of me but i can do it but bedtime there's no oh, escape mate it's just i, so I said long. to you I, I messaged Vic last night yeah, and we I were chasing it at bedtime weren't we yeah. And I said, I have just pretended to be asleep so that Toby doesn't ask me to take him to bed. And I did such a good job of it that even Steve thought I was asleep. God, so fun. That's such a I classic actually, move. I hid. Yeah, I I'm going to do that. And rolled up into the fetal position and just looked like I had dozed off to sleep on bed. And I wasn't. I was laying there with my eyes open. And then when I thought he got near me, I closed them. 
God, this is when you're like, these are the little parenting wins that I really hold on to. Oh, yeah. And don't you just so think, like, I'm just like this, ha suckers. <laughs> like, that's how I always think. That's what I think internally. Whereas I was like in the midst of a, yeah, 45 minute twatty bedtime with Edith. Oliver's fine at going to bed. He does need you to stay in the room, but um, she is the one that's like, Mummy, mummy, I want to tell you a secret. And then I'll go, and then she's like, Shall I tell you who was at nursery today? And I'm like, No, I, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I had to draw the line last night though I said no Edith we're not having this conversation now This is the rest time now So mommy's going to go and stand outside and sing But you need to go to sleep But yeah it's just it's chaos isn't it And, and also, if I tried to do that with Toby Toby would be like no you're not Yeah I know I, boy, I think I swear he's always got done, a fucking chokehold on me But because we've done that um, Battelle sleep training thing It's kind yeah. of the method of that So I'm still there Did you batter it out of her Because that's what it sounds like Battelle Yeah definitely you don't. It's all very gentle and fucking validating their bullshit feelings. Um, you know, it's great. But either way, I get to stand outside, which is a f- massive blessing. But I have to go back into the room 400 or times. your terrifying scarecrow in the back, in the, in the uh, did hallway. I tell, did I talk I about this? Yeah, I'm sure you did. It's so funny. My sleep scarecrow, as we call it. Or, <laughs> yeah, scare, it is a scarecrow because it would... Oh, it's scare, terrifying. It scare everyone. I forgot about that. Me. I haven't done it for a while. I need to put it on Instagram because it is hilarious, isn't it? And it's Brilliant. very effective. Um, Fucking so yeah, genius. 60% of us hate bedtime and it's no surprise. And I think the other thing is too, is that you're just so like desperate. You're really knackered and you don't, I don't have any patience left in me by that no. time. By like quarter to eight, I'm like, just go to fucking sleep now. I'm not yeah. indulging this anymore. And you're tired. You want to just go and flake out. Last night, me and Rob went to bed at 8.30. I don't know how you do that. Oh, neither do I, really. You're an early bird, though. I am, and I prefer. Yeah. I'm better in the morning. Like anyway, if I wake up early, I just prefer it. Whereas, yeah, night time. Saturday's going to be fun. Oh no! Let's, let's talk about that. It doesn't start till 10 p.m. I know. I told Steve that he went. What the fuck are you going to do? I was like, I don't know. I think we'll I'll just have, to have um, a coffee before we go. Yeah, and also I just think we'll be buzzing off the excitement and will, like and anticipation of it and just being together. Boon yeah. together. Boon together. Yeah, it's 10 till 4. I mean, sorry, we, we won't stay the whole time. But I mean, you've sex at 4am. I know. Imagine the state of your minge by that point as well. It would be wrecked. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> fucking train wreck. <laughs> I wonder oh. if people get more than one cock in a night. They must do. Oh, of course they do. Yeah, that's what they're there for, isn't it? I don't know. Well, we'll find out, baby. We'll find out. (laughs) I am really excited. I'm really excited. Um, We're going to be holding hands, I think. Yeah. Maybe by the end of the night, we'll be holding minges. Holding minges. We'll be like the friends that wank, but it's just friendship. Yeah, we'll be French wank. (laughs) We'll say, "Um, okay, this never goes further than me and you. All right. It's just our friendship. This is just what we're going to do now. If you started working next to me, I'd be like, I'd just laugh. I wouldn't be able to do it. I, it yeah, nothing about it initiates sexual feelings for me. No, no way. Just if makes anything, me really laugh. I would dry up like this. And clamp shut. Yeah, you know, sometimes when you can imagine a situation, you're like, yeah, I could be into that. Nothing. No. I have no feelings. I think I'd develop vaginitis and it would just <laughs> literally just be like, I I honestly think it would force my body into such shock I'd go into the perimenopause (laughs) I'd dry up like a husk I'd never recover from it my vagina would literally clamp shut forever like we are no longer opening you you shall not pass it would be the Lord of the Rings yeah (laughs) moment 
<laughs> so right. just to be abundantly clear, it's a firm no for both of us. So anybody listening no. that goes, I bet they're going to les off. No. I'm all right. I'm all right with not lesing off with my uh, forever friend. No, I think that we're more likely to nosh someone off. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> what happens at the Swingers Club stays at the Swingers Club. Right, so let's, let's, let's put a scenario in. Okay, go on. Let's put a scenario in where a guy or a girl approaches you. What are you how are you going to play that out? Now, considering the fact that both you and I, we're quite flirty anyway, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, I think I, so, yeah. I have got a naturally flirty nature around men that I like. Yeah. Um. So how how are you going to play that out? Because in my opinion, the flirtation side of it is probably going to be struggling that night. Yeah. I don't well, know because I don't know. Would you be really clear and go, oh, hi, I'm just here for, you know, um, I'm just here work for- purposes. <laughs> You're on a work trip. Um, just say we're curious. We're just here because we're curious, but we're not necessarily in. Because we've got. In doing I'm, I'm quite excited about the story that we create. Are we going to give our same name, pseudo names? Like, oh, yeah. I even am I Vivian and you're Vivian. Beatrice? <laughs> oh my God. Could you imagine? B and V. Oh dear. What would yeah, be if you, if you were to make up a name? To like go incognito, what would be your name? Oh God, I don't know. Would you go sexual? Or What's would a you sexy go... name? Do you think? Oh, no, I don't know. I mean, we all know about Veronica Eels, which is obviously absolutely hilarious. Huh? You remember Veronica Eels? You know this story. <laughs> I'm sure I told that. That's what I'm being. I'm sure I told this story on here. I can't <laughs> believe that I haven't. This is. <laughs> is she the one with the spider with the hair hanging from her? No. <laughs> It's I'm me. <laughs> so basically, when in my old job, I kept getting like letters addressed to Veronica Eels, right? <laughs> Laura's lost it. <laughs> and I had them for an entire year. And it'd be like, Dear Veronica Eels, well done for your recent performance and blah, 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 blah. And I just thought, well, this is weird, but it's obviously someone else. And it was in That's pigeonholes. Have to go, I'm yeah, so Eels. I was like, they're, they're all like pigeonholes. <laughs> so you can see everyone's names that work in the organization. I was like, this is not what Veronica Eels is. It's so weird. And then oh. I became friends with the PA of the person that was sending out the, the letters. And I said to her, um, who's Veronica Eels? And then she just looked at me and she was like, oh my God. <laughs> It's you. Victoria Eames, Victoria <laughs> Eels. You've Veronica got to go. Eels. You've got to go as Veronica Eels. Veronica Eels to me is like, I'm from New York. <laughs> I'm Veronica Eels. You know, it's like, that's who Veronica Eels is. Veronica Eels is uh, absolutely incredible at tap dance. <laughs> Veronica Eels. Like, you couldn't make up that name, but she did fucking make up that name. It's so funny. For a whole year, that's what she was calling me. <laughs> That's terrible management, isn't it? Like getting completely yeah. the wrong fucking name. And the fact that she's never gone, I've never met Veronica. She never, apo- she never apologised for it either. She obviously just thought she's Veronica until the PA <laughs> was like, that's not her name on, her in any Victoria. way, shape or form. Stay from close. Veronica. Oh, I love that story. <laughs> so that's your pseudo name then. I'll be Veronica Eels, please. Please. <laughs> please. <laughs> I actually really need to embody her. You do. You need to embody uh, her. I've got to have big hair, big hair, and lots of gold jewelry. Yeah, heavy makeup. What are you going to wear? 
I don't know. That's the other thing What's I was going to say about to you. This? Yeah. So I believe that the dress code is just anything sexy. Right. Yeah, but you, you don't have to. So you can just wear a nice dress that's sexy. With crutchless panties. <laughs> With no knickers on. <laughs> or you can wear underwear, which I feel less comfortable wearing the underwear. You would just show up in underwear? No, 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 no. I mean, I'm going to wear a dress. Oh, right, yeah. I've got a sexy tight <laughs> red dress. At no point did I contemplate next Saturday rocking up in my pants. What are you going to wear? You've got to have something sexy, right? Yeah. I don't know whether to wear my uh, sequin tits out top. Oh, yeah, that's nice. I don't know what to wear it with. No, I it's can't nice wear the, the trousers again. I always oh, you wear can. them. Pull them out. I always I wear them. I think, why not? That's it. If you've got something in your wardrobe that you feel good in and you know looks good, just fucking wear it to death. That's sustainability, babes. <laughs> Isn't it? I wear them all the time. Yeah, I don't know what to wear. I might I might have a look at a dress, but then I won't wear heels. Are you going to wear heels? Mm, yeah, shit, probably not. Um, what will you wear, though? You've got to wear something. I think it's definitely no trainers, so no trainers. Uh, by that point, I want to be in my pyjamas. Imagine if I just rock up my pyjamas. I'll be like, yeah, this is a fish. Don't worry about it. Mate, maybe we should just go in our underwear, because at least we can wear flats then. <laughs> yeah, they'll just be focusing on our tits, not our feet. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I have got some really comfortable heels though. Now I bought yeah. those Esca heels. They're so yeah. Send me the link. I might order myself some, and I might wear those. Then. Yeah, I wore them for the entire wedding, and my feet didn't hurt once. Couldn't even believe it. Best shoes ever. Can't wait. Well, obviously we'll, we'll report back. So you oh, know, there's, there's going to have to be the for full blown debrief. I know. I kind of want to do it immediately afterwards, but I don't know if yeah. that's possible. I don't know how we do that. No, mate, because we're going to be tired. Yeah, we will be very tired, won't we? Very tired. Um, should, right, should we have some stories? Yeah, let's do it. Have you got one? All right, so I've got a story here. Should I do my one first? Yeah. Okay, so hey, Slags. I recently had my heart broken. Oh, oh God. mate. Sucks, right? Yeah, it does fucking suck. It does suck. It? Oh, it's been a while since I've had my heart broken, but I can still feel the pain. Yeah, I think that heartache comes in very different forms. It does. I've had two major heartbreaks in my life. Three, actually. I've had three. I've had one. Oh, gosh. This, the first time was the worst because um, I'd never had it before. So I was like, oh, my God, I can't live without you. Turns out I could live without him. And I yeah, lived a much better life without him. <laughs> <laughs> but I decided that as I'm almost 40 and had kids at 18, so I'd never had my slag years. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd explore that a bit. So I had my first ever one night stand. <gasps> Go me. Whoop, whoop. Found a boutical who lives very close to me. He's great, but pretty sure I'm safe not getting those destructive feelings. Perfect, right? What's destructive? Huh? Is that like oh, getting too attached? So basically, this is her shag and she knows that she's not going to get the feelings. Because okay, cool. It's just a shag. He's not doing it for her. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, well, it would be, well, it would be if it wasn't, if I wasn't now waiting for a full STD check because. Oh God. Of all the fucking things, syphilis. Oh, whoa. Syphilis is like so old school, isn't it? It's such an old school retro STD. I, it's it's the original. It's it the OG. The original. It is. Um, yep, syphilis. I know. Condoms. I'm almost 40 for fuck's sake. I should know better. Twice, twice I've had casual sex in my life and I'm possibly going to die like a 1930s 
prostitutes. You don't die of it now, though. <laughs> you no, don't we, die we of have, it now. We've come a little bit further than that now. We can treat it very easily. And yeah. an antibiotic, he'll be back on the fucking cock, mate. Just not you'll his. You'll be fine. She said, I had sex with someone I shouldn't have, someone with a sif. Shamefully, but of all the STIs, it is the funniest, I guess. What, what, I don't even know what the symptoms are of syphilis. Is it funny? Is an STD funny? I don't know if it is. It's not funny when you fucking find out you got one. I know that much for shit. I'm, I'm literally looking at... How do you spell it? It's PH, isn't it? Yeah, it's a hard one. The old dyslexics struggle with the old syphilis. Syphilis. It's syphilis. It's syphilis. Syphilis. Uh, no, it's not. It's S-Y. Syphilis. Symptoms include small sores around the genitals and bottom, a rash, and white patches in your mouth. Sounds oh, a little bit like hand for mouth, doesn't it? Yeah, it does a little bit. They're not it's, always and, and it's, it's a bloody antibiotic injection, love. Oh, that's all. You, that's it. Then you get. I mean, it does say if it was left untreated for years, it can spread to your brain. Um, so sure. The but she's caught it. She's fucking hell. You she's can healthy. even get it from sharing sex toys. Oh, can you? Jesus, that's that's like spitting in someone's mouth and catching it. It says you can reduce your chances of getting syphilis by using a condom or a dental dam during sex. Dental dam? Oh, we're learning on the on the actual Inclu- job here. Including oral sex and not sharing toys. What the fuck is a dental dam? Oh god, that could sounds- you get it from just having doing oral sex, like with no penetration? Yeah. Can you oh god, that's yeah. <laughs> A dental dam or rubber dam is a thin six-inch square sheet, usually latex, uh, used in the dental industry to isolate the operator's site from the rest of the mouth. So basically, you put it over and then dick in. So it's like a condom, but it's a condom for your face. But it's still going in your mouth, so I don't understand because there's a hole. So it's like a glory hole. It says here. But through a plastic sheet. (laughs) It says here, like condoms, dental dams are easy and effective barrier from uh, methods from STD protection during oral sex. But unlike condoms, they're a bit of a mystery for some. That's because who the fuck would? I'm sorry, like, but oh, hang you... on a minute. Let me just put this piece of plastic over my mouth. Yeah, yeah just get this um, three by three meter piece of plastic out for you. Like, what you've if got, you you've also... got syphilis, mate? I'm not putting it in my mouth. And if you're under the, if you're the one that's actually receiving it. Like you've got to have a massive plastic sheet over your head. That'd be cost You can also use it, it, it for your vagina as well. Or anal. It just it blows my mind. I don't understand it at all. Anyway. Oh dear. It doesn't it doesn't sound like a ride in the park though, does it? Syphilis. It's definitely you're definitely gonna know that you've got it. It's not like chlamydia the, that's the just sores and the like I said, yeah. if you if you think you've got hand, foot and mouth. But you have been near a penis. A cock, an unprotected cock, it's probably syphilis. Oh God! Not to but, scaremonger anyone here. No, but go to a sex clinic. Speak to somebody more professional. I think than if you're having I. any kind of casual sex, you just have to go as part of regular the, part of the process. I was always down there, always playing yeah. down there, archway. Yeah, but then they can't that. They can't that. It's always like really nerve wracking going. So you're like, oh my God, have what I got I, it? What if I got this time? Have I got the sif? <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, so I've actually had we've had a story. I'm on series two. Totally sorry for being so late about this. And I've had to stop ironing, which I'm grateful for. You're talking about when you bought your first vibrators. Here's my story. Newly single after a marriage breakdown, two kids, age 30, living in a nice little area with not many houses and some neighbours, but being a bit more shy. 
I ordered myself a vibrator from the internet and read discreet. So I'm out working all day, come home, miss delivery, personal with neighbor at number five opposite me on the corner. I strut over with absolutely no idea what the parcel was. <laughs> the wife answers the door. We've never spoken. And she says, oh, yes, my husband took it in for you today whilst containing her giggles. Husband arrives. And I think, cool, she's a bit nervous. Husband smiles like a fucking 15-year-old that's seen his first pair of tits. <laughs> hands me a grey mailing bag. Quite discreet, yeah. Contains a vacuum plastic sealed item. <laughs> so it was in the shape of a dick. It was obviously... Oh, my God! In the you shape of easily, a You can feel easily through the bag. Yep, you've got it. Discreet parcel delivered to my neighbour that I had never spoken to and he got a good old feel of my new mate, Roger, <laughs> before handing it over to me. Strutting back to my house, I did not. It was more the walk of shame. Oh, my God, that's so funny. And then it said, I loved seeing them on the school run. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Oh my god, she'd always That's just be known as impression. the cock woman then, wouldn't she? Yeah. Well, there she is. Oh, there she is, old Roger Rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> the masturbating mare. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, That's what amazing. the hell? What a sex toy does most of them come in boxes, don't they? I think they used to be they used I, to be a little what? bit less Let's... discreet. Yeah, maybe, yeah, true. But if it's just a, a massive old dildo. But then when I bought my first sex tour, I went into Anne Summers. I literally walked in and bought them. Yeah, me too. That was back in the day, though, wasn't it? That was I, back I, in I the think day, it was before, yeah. I don't know. I don't, do you know what I mean? Like internet shopping, when did that kind of happen? I can't really think when. Did it become normal to just get, like now I wouldn't even think to go to Anne Summers. I'd just get it online. Yeah, mate. From uh, www.nohalsbarpodcast.com because they have such an excellent array of sex toys. I've, I've heard they have a very uh, good, well-rounded stress tested. <laughs> level of sex toys we still haven't stress tested the new ones no i know i know we need to that. Yeah, yeah we need to get on that because um, well, it has only been two days since we recorded it has yeah so uh, but you're a grief no yeah i mean i've had two wanks since then <laughs> <laughs> i should have used it i actually forgot <laughs> oh dear um yeah, like I wouldn't ever think to go into a shop just because why would you? You can always get a discount code online. Do you know what I mean? I know. Yeah, and I don't even, I don't, other than Ann Summers, like I don't really know. There's loads in Soho in London, but um, it's less embarrassing. Do you know what I mean? I think for people as well, just get it online. I mean, not when they send it and it's the actual penis in an envelope. That's not no. so great. <laughs> yeah. Feeling around for the fucking rampant rabbit. Oh my I mean, God. Well, we all, like, if you got handed that by the postman, you would know what it is. Yeah. You'd fit, like, he'd have to hand it to you, like, holding onto yeah. the shaft. Yeah, he would. You know what I mean? He's the bell end end. And you're, you're the switch. Imagine if you had testicles on. You're <laughs> I really am I'm imagining like a 12 inch dildo that doesn't turn on. That's what I, because it's really like floppy. It's, yeah. it's hard. Like, you'll know yeah. what it is. Yeah. So um, my friend, she actually, for the first time ever, uh, through sort of uh, changing of tides in her relationship status, she used a sex toy for the first time ever. Really? Oh, yeah. How did she get on? Wow. I haven't seen her in three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Last time I saw her, she she looked pretty happy. No, she's, she's fucking loving it. What did she get? I think it was like a rabbit style toy, okay. but she, she has questioned for the first time in her life. She's like, did I, 
ever orgasmed before. <gasps> really? Interesting. Because it's like, she said, I always thought I orgasmed, but now I'm like, maybe that wasn't an orgasm. I'm like, if you've got to question it, mate, it won an orgasm. No. Because no. you know, you know when you know. Yeah. I mean, obviously it does hit a bit different, especially with a toy. Like, you know, sometimes you're like, <laughs> yeah, but- it's really fucking intense. Yeah. But if it's so subtle that you're like, maybe that wasn't an orgasm. I know. Like, bloody hell. I don't know. It's that difficult as well, isn't it? Because it's like, when did you have your first proper orgasm? Oh, I don't know. Nice, mate. I was probably about eight. Probably <laughs> eight. Over the fucking mirror. Exactly. <laughs> I, I definitely had orgasms in my dreams before I acknowledged what they were. Yeah. Or like understood what they were. I can't remember the first time I had an orgasm with Teens. a man. I don't remember. No, I Definitely don't. wasn't the first few times I had sex, but then no. when I got my first proper boyfriend, it was then. And then I'm pretty sure I bought a rampant rabbit when I was like 19. It must have happened then. Yeah, I was in my teens. Yeah. I, rem- I can remember it. Like I bought a whole load of sex toys because I'd had the day off. I came home, fucking masturbated all afternoon. <laughs> and then I excitedly picked Steve up and I was like, oh my God, we're going to get home. <laughs> that, was, that was probably it. Yeah, that I went with my best it. mate and we both got one. And then reported back. It was it was the Sex and the City influence, wasn't it? Because there was a rabbit, yeah. rab, a rampant rabbit in that, and then everyone bought one. I think it must have been around that time, yeah. yeah. Where it was like that was section latent. Yeah, section, even though I fucking hate Sex and the City, and I think it's the worst TV ever made. I've never really got into it, but then I think like now that you know the outside beef with like the way that that whole like the fucking Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker, I just think for me it loses the shine. Because it's like, it's not about a united friendship through thick and thin. It's about a bunch of girls that just didn't fucking get on. And it's yeah. like, well, I don't no, know. For me, it loses isn't. the appeal. It loses yeah. the appeal big time. I think for me, it's the... um it's how it's how like fucking vacant they all seem and that their interests are mainly I mean I say that and we're now doing a podcast that's mainly talking about willies but like <laughs> all they seem to care about is shopping and um men like but the only like, person's character I fucking loved and it was Kim Cattrall yeah she was the best and yeah. she was the only one that slept with actually sexy men yeah hot men and sort of owned it yeah and it, owned it yeah yeah she was probably actually quite ahead of her time actually with she that character massively. because yeah. I don't I think back then there was still loads I mean there still is slut shaming but yeah I think it was much more prolific when we were like teenagers do you know what I mean definitely big time oh my god oh, oh my no. god we went so deep and heavy <laughs> we did um oh excuse oh, me wow, that was Jesus. deep and heavy that was just a crisp <laughs> it was a crisp that's a hunger burp that is I'm a hunger burp it was so empty yeah. I haven't eaten for two and a half hours. <laughs> you've, had, you've had a couple of crisps. Left. I've had a couple of crisps. It's me over. Um, right then, should we round up? I think we probably bloody should. We probably should, shouldn't we? We should. Yeah. Oh, it's been a great week. Another great week. Oh, well, um, isn't it, it always? Yeah. It, all- it is oh, always. Oh, very, looked very dark and mysterious as you looked into the camera. Did I? Isn't it always? I'm just thinking of a sandwich, that's all. Um, so I'm thinking if you want, about food. I am. If you want to send us a story or a secret or any other business, you can email us at noholesbarpodcast at gmail.com or what else can I do, Laura? I can head on over to our Instagram page at noholesbarpodcast and slide on into our DMs. And don't forget to get your sex toys. Sex and sex and toys. You know what? I actually think by the time this one goes out, then we, um, we would have, yeah, we would have stress tested it. So go check it out. It's on our website. 
um, and we'll put it as like the top of the website. So you'll know it's new. It's another one of the old Clitsucker beauties that we are so, so partial to. We really are. We really are. We really, we really are. are. And yet, um, didn't we speak to someone a little while ago and they said that they tried one and that it was horrible and they hated it? Yeah, because it was too much. They found it too intense. Yeah. I must, I just, I don't know. Maybe my clit is just so fucking hardcore. Yeah, I think so. I think it's yeah. like, you know, like carpenters who get really rough hands. That's what's happening. I've happens got a really rough clit. Yeah. But oh my God, <laughs> though. It's been weathered. But- I I also wonder whether it's because we demand such a high level of orgasm now That's that it's true. like if it doesn't hit that. It's a little bit like, you know, when you start eating really rich, expensive food and then you go back to Lidl's, it's like it's never the same. And no. I feel like we've we've gone Marks and Spencers. We've we've gone Waitrose. We have gone Waitrose, yeah. And now we can't go back to Lidl. We can never L- go back. Lidl is fingers. We're never going back. Waitrose is sex toys. Oh, it's That's the clit sucker. It's the clit sucker, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, so yeah. true. Um, right then, we'll uh, see. Yeah, we'll see you next week. See you see next, you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process. So I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.